Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's the beautiful 29th of March, 2022. Coming up in this episode of the Question Act Podcast, uh, the slap viewed by millions. Who really cares? I mean, honestly, how is your life going to change because you witness one Hollywood star slap another? All that and more coming up the show. Please stick around. Listener and viewer discretion is advised. Cheers. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. Yes, sir. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally working. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck Podcast, a Canadian veteran's point of view on political, social, economic issues, and life. Here's Krusty. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, episode 167, The Slap Viewed by Millions. Who really cares? Now, I usually don't weigh in on a lot of uh, Hollywood celebrity stuff. I know a few episodes I've talked about this and talked about that. But like I say, The Slap Viewed by Millions, who cares? We all saw the Oscar footage. I haven't watched the Oscars in a few years because really I don't really give a royal rat's butt about them anymore because of all the woke mandates, subpar performances, and all these millions and millions of dollars going into these great productions and you're getting nothing but professional babies on stage complaining about the plight of the world when we know as well as i do you my audience and listeners out there really don't give a shit what they think about things but uh I, i'm not going to put any video up here of the infamous slap that we all saw in every mainstream media broadcast and other youtubers alike um i'm just going to weigh in and say hey get over it okay you know, regardless of what happened in Will Smith's life, none of my business, okay? I remember watching his debut on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air back in the day when that series was new and fresh, okay? Here's an actor who paid some of his dues, made it up, okay? He's made lots of money. He's rich. He's got a good family, sort of a decent wife, maybe, and whatever. You know, was it out of line? Yeah, I would say it was out of line. Was Chris Rock out of line? Maybe, but then again, he's a comedian. Comedians take jabs and do things and punch up. Some cases punch down. But regardless of the circumstances that happen in, in Will Smith's life or Jetta Pinkett's life or Chris Rock's life, uh, I think it was just nothing but a ratings grab, okay? Because we both know, all of us know, you, my listeners and viewers alike, we all know the Oscars really hasn't done that much in the past few years when it comes to uh, giving accreditation to artists, uh, giving accolades to some great films out there, some great productions. They spend too much time worrying about the woke culture and the cancel culture and the feelings and all this other bullshit. So here's my take on it. Who the hell cares? Okay. Regardless of what's going on in their lives. Okay. The act of violence does not justify anything. As far as I'm concerned, you know, I personally know actors and artists that would just love the opportunity to be able to sell a lot of their records, a lot of their recordings, and have their performances viewed by millions upon millions. But that just goes to show how the display in Hollywood now is just terrible. What else do I have to say about that? You know, what else is there that needs to be said? Okay. We, we've seen numerous examples of uh, wokeisms, uh, blatant ghost hunting. In regards to sexism, yes, Weinstein was an animal. Bill Cosby was an animal. But how many people sat back and knew these crimes were going on and did absolutely fuck all about it? 
right? Honestly, how many did? I'll wait. So regardless of his performance in the movie King Richard about a tennis dad or regardless of the individual's performance as a deaf father, okay, you know, you, as far as I'm concerned, you award the willing, you award people who have merited for something, who have gone, gone above and beyond in the name of the art. Like I said, I know actors personally that try every day to get this job, get that job, and they've got some talent because they believe in themselves and they have people around them that believe in them to do what they want to do. Um, but I'll reiterate again, you see a display like that, it, it just adds more fuel to the fire. It, it just it just goes to show you how some of these award shows are just overdone, disgusting, and just a pitiful excuse of humanity, really. You know, Chris Rock is a funny lad. I remember him watching, well, remember him on Saturday Night Live playing Nat X. That was a fucking hilarious character. And watching some of his early stand-up and some of his little bits that he did in a few other movies. Right, CB4 I think was one of them, and then uh, I'm gonna get you sucker that parody on black exploitation, uh, done by the Wayans brothers back in the late '80s, I believe. How much for the ribs? Just give me one rib, you know. That was classic, right? And then he makes a joke about somebody's bald wife. Okay, you know it might have been a bad taste, but it didn't warrant a slap or a punch or whatever. And regardless how many times you apologize. There's two men right there in their 50s, and they overreacted as far as I'm concerned. And when you hear the gossip about what Miss Pickett Pinkett did behind Will Smith's back, all right, is it any of my business, any of your business? I don't really care. You know, if I was married to somebody for a very, very long time and she was doing that behind my back, I'd kick her to the curb, say, see you later, honey, whatever. You're not entitled to anything I work for because you did the deed. You know, every marriage has its imperfections. I love my wife dearly. I would never screw around on her, right? And I hope to God she never screws around on me, but I think you get my point, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't really effing matter. So when you talk about the slap, that's all in the big news today. Regards to the war going on in Ukraine, regards to the deficits and the inflations we're facing today, and the uncertainty when it comes to the economy in both of our countries, Canada and the United States, respectively, Really, who the hell cares? Who really effing cares if Will's feelings were hurt or Chris's feelings were hurt or the Academy was annoyed, whatever. Who cares? Okay. I haven't watched the Oscars the Oscars in, in a few years. Probably, like I said, probably because of the whole woke mandates and the subpar movies they put on display and who gets awarded and everybody patting each other in the back for saying wonderful things and being brave when they forget that some of these actors started from nothing and they worked their way up to the top, right? So I'll just leave it at that. My concern right now is what's going on in my country in regards to our uh, economy. You know, uh, I'm not, I don't have any video for you today, ladies and gentlemen, but I do have uh, uh, some links. I'll put my description and you can decide from there. We, when it comes to our procurement ministers, uh, the big talk now is all this stuff about procuring new fighter jets, the F-35 Raptors, uh, have a pretty hefty price tag. And now, of course, the Liberal government is all excited about getting these jets on the go, top grade our defense expenditures, and we should probably see the first uh, five or six or more probably coming around ooh, in the next three years. Wow. Another three years to wait for some kind of progress. 
Typical liberal BS. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. Like I was saying earlier, too, um, there was news yesterday. My wife and I were watching there on uh, uh, Power Play on CTV. Yes, I watch mainstream media, but I also watch uh, independent media, too. I don't mind the show Power Play and CTV. Um, sometimes Evan Solomon does ask some pretty tough questions, put these politicians in the spot. But our procurement minister uh, more or less was saying, yes, we're going to wait for this and wait for that. And to summarize basically what she says, let's sit in our hands and wait and try to spend a lot of money on some par efforts or no money on a lot of efforts. Okay. Now, from my time in the military, there was always a big deal in regards to procurement, getting things on the go for our military, getting up there, meeting the 2% uh, ratio, or GDP ratio when it comes to our uh, NATO expenditures to, to do our part for NATO. And with my libertarian background, I don't believe we should be involved in any more wars unless it's absolutely necessary. But when you look at our services and the runaround that our military has had to go through, I would say for the past 50 years, not to mention the decade of darkness, you know, the 90s, and the early 2000s, when Mr. Martin couldn't decide whether to get proper submarines or the training subs to give our fleet the best, right? There's been a constant push and pull tug of war between every standing government and these boards and procurement, yada, yada, yada. Make a long story short, there's too many goddamn boards calling the shots, ladies and gentlemen. Too many boards. Too many overseers and overlayers who have to have the point of view brought in. And we have to submit this tender and submit that tender. Gone are the days where we have government officials going to actually look at something and say, okay, let's buy this. Let's get that piece of equipment. Let's get that piece of equipment or this piece of equipment to get things done. Now, the Canadian military does not have to be like the American military, a constant expenditure, expenditure. Don't have to have a humongous Navy, a humongous Air Force, humongous Army. But if we're going to meet our 2%, we have to upgrade our military properly. Proper ships in the water, patrolling all three coasts, the Atlantic coast, Pacific coast, and the Arctic. Okay, Proper aircraft, proper fighter jets that can sustain long periods of time in the high north. Okay, And proper military equipment for men and women in the Army as well, too. Proper terrain vehicles. Proper kit you carry into battle without worrying about boards after board and trial after trial. If we know it works, if it works for this military, it works for that military, and it comes to this price, and then buy it. Because we've all seen how the liberals like to spend money, right? $600 million for this, a few billion dollars over here for that, and yet what do we hear uh, from them in regards to where's the money? We don't hear a goddamn thing, do we? We don't hear anything when it comes to where's this money going, okay? We hear all the time that our tax dollars go to roads and education and our healthcare system. That's great. This past two years with the pandemic issue, how has our healthcare system veered so far? How has it fared on the world stage, okay? How has our leadership fared on the world stage? You've heard me ramble on over and over again how our prime minister is a laughingstock of the European Union. Rightfully so. Well-earned, Mr. Potato Head. You brought it upon yourself, Buckeye. You better carry the fucking weight. Okay? That simple. Okay? So when it comes to procurement in this country, and it's amazing how it takes almost a crisis on the cusp of World War III, some would theorize. I've theorized it too. 
I still theorize it a bit on the cusp of World War III. Okay. Now our government is starting to pay attention to the fact that we have to upgrade things. Okay. I personally believe that with the size of our country, we should have the adequate means to look after it properly. Like I said, I, I'm not saying we have to go get uh, uh, half a dozen aircraft carriers and uh, 12 or more nuclear submarines, but we need a responsible air force that can get the job done. We need an army that can react in a moment's notice. We need a Navy that can ship things and defend our coastlines and patrol our waters as they should properly. Okay. Like our friends in Britain do like our friends in the South, the Americans, Germans, Polish alike to get things done. Our NATO allies. What's our excuse. Okay. I could theorize that a lot of it started back in the 1960s when Pierre Elliott Trudeau was first elected in 68, when they merged our military and called it the Canadian Armed Forces, rather than just having the Standard Army, Air Force, and Navy, they merged it into one big tri-service. Money was spent here. Money was spent there to keep everything green and everything simple. Problem is, when you keep things simple, it gets more complicated over and over again. Costs rise up. We have to upgrade, upgrade ships. You have to upgrade the logistics. have to upgrade the Air Force. And yet we still have to sit in our hands and wait for these boards to get together to have a competitive tender when we can just get a few pilots and say, we want that one and get it done. Or get a few senior soldiers saying, we want this assault vehicle. Or a few sailors that have actually been on the seas, been around the globe, know how things work and say, we want that ship. We want this style. We have the means in this country, ladies and gentlemen, to build great equipment. Thing is, the government doesn't think about that. Okay, let's stop worrying about how much of it is Canadian and how much of it's going to work. Let's stop worrying about how the optics are and start fucking worrying about the foundation of it. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at krustycanuck.ca. And again, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 167, the slap viewed by millions, but who really cares? I know I keep dwelling on this whole slap thing, uh, but it, it just goes to prove how the visual is not presenting the, the visual that we all desire. Okay. It's just like how our governments are working right now when it comes to dividing and conquering. Here's a story about a slap upside the head on uh, Hollywood's biggest night ever. And then people are not worried so much about Ukraine. People are not so worried about the inflation. Oh, my God. How dare Will Smith do this? Or how dare Chris Rock say this? Who the hell cares? Honestly, they're making their millions. They live a good life. They've paid their dues one way or the other. Whatever. Let's start focusing on the real matters here. Let's start focusing on the fact that we have government leaders in both of our countries that really don't give a shit about you or me or us, or them. They care about their bottom lines. The whole build back better bullshit, right? Blaming Russia for gas prices when we both know it's commodities here and subsidies here. Now we have some of our politicians and our green experts talking about how, well, maybe we should start selling some of our fuel to Europe. Wouldn't that be a great idea? Wouldn't that be? What do you say to that, Frank? What do you say to that, Karen? Yeah, we know this already. This was known back in 2014 and 2015 prior to Harper's exit, okay? That was already known. What's the excuse? You want to keep pushing the green model, green model. So you're planning to have solar panels in PEI, more solar panels out here in Alberta, okay? All these wind turbines in, in 
uh, central and northern Ontario to generate all this wind electricity. How is that working out so far? Hmm? Not too bloody well, ladies and gentlemen. So let's keep pushing the fossil fuel mandate, shall we? Okay. I know for a fact because I've spoken to people who work in the patch. And they tell me all the time how they clean up after themselves if something gets spilled or something gets dropped. However, okay, now when you look at the land reclamation when it comes to oil drilling and getting the fossil fuels out, you'll see a big difference compared to, let's say, parts of California that have goddamn pump jacks all over the place and the smog that's developed over the greater Los Angeles area compared to, let's say, how much uh, uh, smog is in Fort McMurray. Okay. Big difference, ladies and gentlemen. Big effing difference. And we're sitting on the probably the, the third most largest oil reserve on the planet. And we have a hard time getting it to market. Why? Because of bureaucratic red tape. Because of gender analysis. Because of the politics of the day. We have to keep everything green. Okay, so where are these innovative green ideas you talk of? Don't tell me lithium. Because you dig some big nasty holes, kind of like copper mines, to extract said lithium. So which is better when it comes to the visual? You know, a couple of pipes sticking out of the ground with some trees in the background, or a big ass hole in the middle of nowhere trying to get your lithium to push your electric cars in the freaking middle of January in northern Alberta or northern Canada for that matter. Do the math. I'll wait. Now, I'm not an ecologist by any means, but I understand common sense. Okay. Like I said, I have talked to people that have worked in the patch, not just people that work the pipes and do the welding, but people that actually drill and people who sit behind the logistics yeah, of the job. And they tell me all the time how clean it is, how safety is, is paramount. Right. But you'd had these greenies believe that, oh, my God, you're destroying the earth. Well, every time you take a dump, you're destroying the earth. I mean, if you could piss, you're destroying the earth. OK. <coughs> Excuse me. So that's not that's that's nothing new, ladies and gentlemen. OK. So in order to combat these dilemmas, again, we have to push our politicians to find the answers. So while they're trying to find money to increase this new $10 a day child care with the new deals that have been going on. Okay, let's bring our oil and fuels to market. What a novel idea. Right? Are they going to do it, though? No, they're going to create more red tape. Okay, probably another gender-based analysis in case, you know, they think a handful of women might be offended in some rural area because those big, scary pipeline workers are just up to no good, right? That was the excuse they used a few years ago when Miss McKenna was uh, the environmental minister, Right. You know, Climate Barbie, remember her? Then she became Barbie the Builder, right? More gender-based analysis when it comes to getting things built and projected. Okay. I personally know two women in my life right now that are qualified to drum, 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 <laughs> to drive backhoe. Okay. They're also qualified to drive dump truck. And one's a welder, right? Did anybody ask her about her personal feelings when it comes to getting her welding ticket or her licenses to drive a class three or a backhoe? Not to my knowledge, if she was all scared and intimidated by the male construction workers and the toxic masculinity on the job site, I don't think she would even bother to pursue getting her welding ticket or her licenses to drive said vehicles. 
So when I hear about gender-based analysis to stop oil production or to assess possible production, it's all bullshit. It's stalling. It's wasting more time and it's throwing more money away. Okay? So let's not worry about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock upside the head. Let's start worrying about us slapping some of our government officials upside the head and getting the fucking job done. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. And just a reminder too, ladies and gentlemen, if you like and hear what you see, please click like and subscribe. And to all my YouTube subscribers out there too, double check to see if you're still subscribed because uh, rumblings have been going around where uh, some people are subscribed and they lose their subscription. So just double check to see if you're still subscribed. And I want to say thank you out there to my new subscribers. I just recently saw a list of how many people have just added themselves to my page. And I'm like, thank you very much. You guys are fucking awesome. You guys rock. Thank you very much for subscribing. Please share all this around your uh, social media uh, platforms all over the place if you can too. help us independent folk get our algorithms out there so people can watch and enjoy and assess for themselves at their own leisure. And uh, please check out my store at customizedgirl.crusty. Uh, uh, <laughs> I can't speak English today. Customizedgirl.com slash S slash Krusty Canuck. And use the code FPV, that's capital FPV, to get yourself 15% off Krusty Canuck gear today. Link will be in the description at the end of this video. So please consider buying yourself a t-shirt, a cup, a mug. Uh, I got some uh, underwear, I got some swimwear, and other items there with the Krusty Canuck logo. So please consider supporting my podcast today. And if you do feel like donating, there'll be links in the description to that as well. I use the Buy Me Coffee app and the PayPal app and the Patreon app from my Podbean page. So please check that out too. And if you feel like downloading this show, just go to podbean.com, look for Krusty Canuck, and you'll see my episodes there when I make them. Now, usually Tuesdays, I try to do a live stream. This Tuesday, today, I cannot. Uh, I have uh, some appointments to sort out. So I'll figure just make an episode for you, my lovely fans out there, just to keep you posted and keep you in tune with what's going on from my perspective. Anyway, carrying on again with more of the slap saw by millions. Who cares? You know, again, who really fucking cares? There's worse things out there that actors have done, like Alec Baldwin um, making a mistake with, with a firearm, uh, not to mention Rob Lowe pulling his shit off back in the 1980s. We all remember that controversy, right? Oh, yeah, if you remember that one. So who cares, right? I don't care if you're an actor. I don't care if you're a carpenter. You're responsible for your shit. You're responsible for your behavior. I don't care if you're a hockey player or a goddamn astronomer. You're responsible for your actions thereof, all right? So whatever is bothering Will Smith, sorry, buddy. But you did the, you did the crime, do the time, right? So regardless of what the controversy is about his marriage or his family, I don't really care. I don't. I don't. Okay. And uh, it's got nothing to do with the color of his skin, his height, his movies, his performance, whatever. You know, he just went on stage and slapped somebody because he was insulted. Defending his wife's honor, that's great. But has his wife really defended his honor over the years because she confessed on national television about a year ago, two years ago, that she slept around? Who knows? Who knows? Let's let sleeping dogs lie. Let people work out their relationships to the best of their ability. And we just carry the F on, which I'm going to do with more of the uh, expenditures that are coming on uh, <laughs> to the Canadian government. Like I said, the $10 child care plan too i could see that being beneficial especially when people are getting back to work again but 
the past two years where people have lost their businesses, have lost their jobs, not just because of health regulations, but because of people speaking out against said mandates, speaking out against masks, speaking out against the inoculations, speaking out in general, right? And my concern is too, where's all this money going to come from? So obviously come April 1st, we're going to have another bloody carbon tax added to the pumps. Now here in Alberta, they've said, okay, we're going to get rid of 13 cents of the tax. We're going to get rid of the Alberta tax, which is great. But then the federal government's going to jack up the price even more. So uh, where I am, it's about a buck sixty-six a liter. Chances are it's going to go up another twenty cents. So we're probably paying about a buck eighty. In some cases, another two dollars a liter because of the so-called environment. We're going to save the world by taking more money out of you, making you poor, and make us look good. That's what it comes down to, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. So if anyone's all for these increases, you're you're probably making a hundred thousand plus or more a year. When the average Canadian is making anywhere from 49 to 52. So I'll do the math right there. Okay. Now it cost me a small fortune to go to work every day. I got to drive about a half hour, 35 minutes to my job. Right. And every other day I've had to put some more gas in just to keep things level, keep things optimal. Right. So if I do get stuck someplace and I'm in a jam, then I have enough fuel to retrieve myself or to get assistance to get out. Yeah, some of the roads where I drive to are pretty shaky and unpredictable this time of year. They were so in the winter and they're more so now because of the spring. So things soften up. You might get stuck easier. You might come off the road because sometimes the road's unstable. So you got to pull yourself out and you need fuel to do it. So I try to keep up on that game. But when you're looking at $2 a liter, it's getting difficult. And my American friends, you know exactly what I'm talking about especially people in both of our countries that work in rural areas or live in rural areas. It's ridiculous. Okay. I actually had a little squabble with some guy on my Facebook page a couple of days back. He was trying to tell me that he drives his e-bike in the summertime and he takes the disgusting toxic diesel buses to work in the winter time. Right. And I'm like, all right, so do you expect me to get myself an e-bike and get up an extra half hour earlier just to make sure the battery's charged? And then scurry my way off to my job on my e-bike you know no 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 we have these trucks i bought my truck for a very good reason because i like it it's economically sound it's low headaches yeah it takes a lot of gas but it's a hell of a lot quicker and more efficient and a hell of a lot warmer than a freaking e-bike and i asked this question too to this clown as well he was trying to spew this commie bullshit to me and to make a long story short uh, I told him, what's your e-bike made out of? Hmm? Pixie dust, fairy farts, you know, you know, nothing but silence from this individual. So with all the plastics, you know, and half-assed metals that go into these e-bikes, where does plastic come from? Hmm? And where, where do these metals come from to make this e-bike, to make, make you look like, a, a, you know, a, a, an ecological warrior, right? That's right, right? And he told me he had to charge his bike for about two and a half hours. So every time he uses it, you know, to and from work in the summer month, right? He's got to plug it in for two and a half hours. So, okay, he may be saving the planet in his own world, but he forgets to realize that the materials that, are, that made his e-bike possible come from fossil fuels. <gasps> Who knew, eh? Oh my God, what's the world coming to? 
stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. And just a reminder again to folks, if you like and hear what you see, please click like, subscribe, and share this all around your social media platforms. You can also find me on uh, uh, whatever the page was it on there. <laughs> I just updated my pages too. Uh, you can find me at Rumble and Brighton and Amazon too. So every time I load an episode here, it goes to those places automatically, Trev. So I try to update and keep everything um, as simple as possible so you, my viewers, can follow at your leisure too. So just a reminder again, you can find me on Podbean, Rumble, Brighton, and Amazon as well. So don't be shy. Download, try it out, listen to my show, <coughs> and share it all over the place, all over your social media platforms too. Anyway, Karen, again, with a slap, saw by millions. Again, it's amazing how things always deflect, right, when things got to get done. There's a crisis going in the world, and yet everybody's so worried about what that slap was. Who cares? Again, like really, who cares? Who gives a royal rump? Who gives a royal poop? I don't. Okay. The last time I actually went to an actual theater to watch a movie is my wife and I, we went to see one of the Marvel movies. I think it was the Infinity Wars or something like the Endgame. Yeah. And I, it was enjoyable. You know, it was 15 bucks a ticket and the popcorn, you know, was my gas payment for the week, but uh, <laughs> it was entertaining, you know? So the way Hollywood and the mainstream entertainment cycle, the way, the way it's turning out, there's a lot of people that I've personally spoken to who are in the same boat and it's getting to do with age. It's just about perception and how we like to see movies. No longer is it exciting to really go see a movie anymore. You know, to my friends out there who have kids and little kids and grandkids, you know, no, it, it, it's exciting to take them to see, look in their faces and they see their favorite characters on the big screen. It is. I remember my father telling me uh, when he was took me to see Star Trek, the motion picture when it came out. Yes, I just aged myself, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, whatever. He he remembers the look on my face when he was going to take me to see that. And I was just so excited because, you know, I've been, you know, a, a trekker uh, most of my natural life. So um, it was great to see that. So that was the experience. And when I saw Star Wars and when I saw Return of the Jedi and other movies, it, it still was a big deal. It was exciting to go see it. Uh, but lately, the past 10 years, I can honestly not really give a shit, you know, and we're blessed with streaming services and other services we can get, you know, uh, some bigger studios are catching on thinking, oh, okay, we'll try it this way. We'll try it that way. You know, uh, my wife, you know, she, she loves her Disney, you know, she's loved Disney since she was a child and she actually watched that Cruella and she spent the $25 to get it off Disney to watch it. So I'm like, whatever, you know, each their own. But we are creatures of convenience. We are guilty of that. I understand that. But just to reiterate, too, when, when I watch the Oscars, well, like I say, which I haven't done in a while, no one really cares. No one really cares anymore. And it, it's not to disenfranchise real directors and writers and script writers and people that work in the industry. It's just to franchise the brand. It's 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 not it's not exciting more because you get people ruining it. You know, you get too much soap opera, some dramatics, too many politicians, too many actors wanting to be politicians, telling people what to do. Like I mentioned my last episode with Mark Ruffalo and of course Ben Stiller, Sean Penn, and Leonardo DiCaprio complaining about our uh, freaking oil sands up here. 
I'll say this again. Fuck off. Okay? We don't tell you how to approach a character. We don't tell you what to read. We don't tell you what to perform. We don't tell you how to do your job on a daily basis. So to all these virtue signalers out there pointing fingers at the dirty tar sands or the oil sands or Canadian oil, I'll say again, fuck off. Okay? All right. I invite all you clowns to come up here and actually give about two weeks of work. Okay? Work up there for about two weeks. Work in the patch. Work in the industry for a couple of weeks. Use it as research for an upcoming role to see what these men and women go through on a daily basis. And then if you hate it and don't like it, then you can complain about all you want. Okay? But I'll say to you clowns again, okay, to all the actors out there that want to give our oil patch and our fossil fuels a hard time, wait for it. Fuck off. All right? Because until you actually put some real demanding physical labor in something like the industry, and I'll also say for agriculture too, you don't have a right to protest it as far as I'm concerned. You have the right to speak your mind, but you don't have the right to come up or sit in the comfort of your you know, gated establishments or your mansions or wherever you live telling us Canucks what to do. Really, it's that simple, you know. I don't know what to say, but again, to tell these wankers to fuck off. Now, give yourself some real life experience, put on some greasy boots and some pair of coveralls and get some safety tickets. And you go up and work with these individuals to know what it takes to make sure that your yachts are fueled properly and your sports cars and your limousines have the right lubricants to get you to and from the award show. (laughs) Before you start pointing fingers at the dirty tar sands or the unfair and the injustices that are supposedly going on from your perspective, right? That way you'll probably be humbled and you'll get some proper life experience. Now do yourself a favor. Anyway, in conclusion, ladies and gentlemen, uh, like I said, no one really fucking cares. We've got politicians in this country that are trying to deter and they want to procure magical things for our military. Great, but proof be in the pudding. We don't need any more boards to decide what plane can fly what a ship can float and how our troops can handle uh, a firefight. We need more people to make the hard decisions and to say, Oh, we like this. This works. Okay. Let's buy this. Boom. Then it's done rather than waiting three or four years more to get five or six or 10 jets in the sky. Now it's a waste of time and it's a waste of taxpayers money. Right? All the more reasons, even though the merger between the liberals and the NDP might be harder but all the more reasons to question these individuals and put them on the spot and make them think twice about screwing around, right? Time is now to get the work done. Time is now to get everything done as it should. So anyway, I've been Krusty Canuck on this beautiful Tuesday, 29th of March, 2022. Spring is coming, so the weather's getting better. So get your barbecues out, prep your gardens and all that. And I highly encourage my listeners and viewers out there too, to start being a little more self-sufficient when it comes to food products and what have you. My wife and I, we bought a bunch of more seeds this year, so we tend to do more planting and probably some canning and pickling. So we're looking forward to that. We actually stocked up on some flour and some sugars. So I will be baking bread and saving it for the long haul. I was taught as a child how to make bread. I've made bread in a couple of years, but I'll be back at it again. You know, getting the old baker hands out there. 
rolling and kneading and all that good stuff. And I encourage you, my viewers and listeners out there too, to be a little more self-sufficient and to be critical of some of the decisions that are made on our behalf. From what you watch on television to what's being said to you on the mainstream media news, look around to independent media too. Right? Try True North out, Rebel News, Daniel Boardman, Greg Wycliffe, this is a few of our Canadian friends, uh, not to mention Ben Shapiro, Dave Rubin, some of the independent intellectuals down south of us in the United States. Try them out too. Right? There's a few lads in Britain. Uh, even Russell Brand has got a great show on I watch once in a while. So please check it out and be critical. And ask the tough questions and to understand liberty, understand freedom. It's worth fighting for, ladies and gentlemen. But anyway, without further ado, I have been Krusty Canuck on this beautiful 29th of March, 2022. I wish nothing but good things for you. And hopefully we will find the light at the end of this manufactured darkness. Do what you can to help each other out in these trying times. You know, I start work again tomorrow. So, <clears throat> and I like my job too. I really enjoy my job, but I'd like you, my audience out there. Um, I would like to make this a full-time job as well. So it takes you, my listeners out there to contribute or donate if you want to. I'm not going to demand it, but please consider donating today. Links will be in the description where you can donate. Like I say, I use the Buy Me Coffee app and I use PayPal. So if you want to give five bucks a month or whatever you want to want, by all means, please do. And check out my store too. I'll leave links in the description for you too. Use the FPV code to get 15% off. That's valid between now and the 19th of April. So please check that out. Get yourself some Krusty Connect swagger. But like I say, ladies and gentlemen, look after your friends and loved ones. Do what you absolutely can to help each other out in these trying times. Do a little bit of extra for somebody if you find the goodness in your heart. Starts with being a volunteer. And remember, humanity and merit wins the day. Take care, and I'll see you in another uh, 10 days or so. Bye for now. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. Yes, sir. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally working. This has been another episode of the Krusty Canuck Podcast. Stay sane and thank you for listening. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck Podcast. Well, smack my ass and call me Judy. <laughs>